0: What's up, Zach Oates here, author, entrepreneur, and customer relationship guru. Welcome to Give an Ovation, growth strategies for restaurants and retailers where we find industry leaders to share their secrets to grow your business. This podcast is sponsored by Ovation, the actionable guest feedback tool that works on or off premise and is easy, real time, and actually drives revenue. Learn more at OvationUp.com. Welcome to another edition of Give and Ovation. I am joined today by Matthew Marks, the CEO and co-founder of e a franchise national with localization, marketing program technology. He has spent over 20 years in the crosshairs of marketing and tech. He was senior leadership over a Bizarre Voice, PA Consulting Group, Oracle Retail Software Group. This guy has done some incredible stuff and really excited to uh, have you on Give and Ovation, Matt.
1: Hell of an intro, Zach. Thanks so much, man. It's uh, super awesome to be here.
0: So, first of all, tell us a little more about Evocalize. What do you do? Why did you start it? What what, what need are you fulfilling out there?
1: Yeah, thanks. So um, we uh, so Evocalize is a, is about a ten year old company. We have offices in Seattle in Austin, uh, Texas. Um, when offices are still relevant in this in this uh, day and age and, and software. Um, But we uh, we basically bridge the gap between national marketers and local marketers. So if we look at a uh, restaurant franchise, for instance, um, national franchisor or corporate marketing group um, has lots of pretty assets and promotions and awesome things they want to do to market out there. But what really works, what local operators know, what really works is the local messaging, right? Right. And so what we allow a franchise system to do is to bridge those gaps. So the, the franchise marketer can hand... Uh, digital marketing tools turnkey digital marketing tools do really sophisticated things out to their franchise network um, who can just push some buttons and run some automated automated programs to do some really uh really cool sophisticated uh, things in uh, in the marketing world
0: so why do you think it, it, it why is there such a gap there why is it so hard for franchisors and franchisees to get on the same page with marketing <laughs>
1: well it's just it's just really hard to do like sophisticated digital marketing right like so, um to, so you either have the local knowledge right that the local marketer has or you have the national polish and the scale and an agency and all this this grand stuff at the national but really what works best is the combination of two the two right and so how how do you do that right some mm-hmm. of the national franchises send materials out and then say okay y'all use this you know um location in in austin Texas and then like it's left up to the busy local operator to go figure out what to do with those materials and promotions and all that stuff right so how do i run like so i have to become a marketing expert in addition to an operator at a you know um in tiktok and and video creation and and uh, instagram and facebook and google and and all the places i need to be online like there are audiences I need to figure out how to define and create and like optimization strategies, like all this super complex stuff. So we just say, hey, put all the ingredients into one, like you're baking a cake into one little package and press the button. And, you know, the, the technology just do it all for you and simplify it because you got, you got a lot of, lot of be- better things to do, frankly.
0: Yeah. And that's, it's really challenging, right? Because I think when you think about Facebook, it started off for individuals, and then it kind of grew into like these local businesses. And then these big businesses came in and put a bunch of money into it. But the things in the middle, right, between the boots on the ground, people who are running these businesses and these large tech companies or these large, uh, large companies that worked with the tech companies, it's like th- there was there was very little uh, in between there. Yeah, and, and I think that shows in how things have evolved in social media and, and, uh, advertising over the last decade.
1: I think you're, you're, you, you hit it, you hit the nail on the head, like as always, right? Like, the, and they're trying to unwind this, right? So Google and Meta have big initiatives going, both of them have big initiatives going to help the, the industries learn about a curated set of technologies that can help them coordinate marketing. Um, so, so Meta has a, a push out across the, uh, across the U S and Canada right now. And then we'll go global from there around like how this can work better because they know that they will get more participation from the small and medium sized marketer, the franchise, you know, franchisee, if you will, if they perform better, right. If they make it easy and if it performs better, right. They know they'll get, they'll capture more money. So it's self-interest. Like they're not altruistic companies, right? Like (laughs) everyone thinks of like Facebook and Google as altruistic companies, right? Not So, but, but they are trying to just generate more business and spend by helping folks perform better. And that's really like at the end of the day, what, what it's all about.
0: Right. Especially companies like Meta and Google, they are paid when you do well, right? Because you doing well today means that you'll put more money in tomorrow. And I think that just as like a guest, if you want to look at, uh, w- one of the leading indicators of revenue was guest experience, yep. right? If you want to know how much revenue you'll have and how well you, your business is going to be doing in two months, look to your guest experience today. And Google and Facebook are the same thing. They they might not be altruistic, but the benefit is them winning is you winning. And so exactly. yeah. it's it's designed to create tools and systems uh, and allow companies like yours to allow them to, to help these businesses succeed. Now, in in thinking about this and thinking about the the guest experience and the marketing side of things, there's this balance, right, between new and repeat. And how do you look at that balance between getting new guests and getting repeat guests?
1: It's all important, right? So like you you just mentioned the guest experience. To us, the guest experience starts long before a guest comes in to your location for the first time, right? Yeah. Like long before that, right? So, are you digitally present? Are you digitally present? Present to your existing customers, reminding them why they love your experience, right? So things like, which you know well, existing customer experience reviews and and opinions, and like how how do how do customers feel about the experience today, right? Getting that in front of existing customers, and then using that to amplify in front of. The local audience that's not yet coming in or not coming in as often, uh, uh, you know, turning the door as much as you want them to. Right. And so we think about that being digitally kind of omnipresent in your local environment. It's just hard and time consuming to do that. Right. It's like who has time to, you know, run all their promotions, customer lists, you know, look like models and and figure it out in all these different channels at the same same time. It's like that's just asking a lot.
0: It is. And especially when it's hard enough to run a restaurant, you know, running a restaurant is one of just the most challenging things. You're dealing with razor thin margins, you you know, such challenges when it comes to employees dealing with very uh, high maintenance, low paying customers, dealing with changing food costs. It's like we are an industry of operators, and marketing usually is relegated to. Well that's what comes later, right? That's what comes after everything. Uh my my good operations is is my good marketing. And that may have that may have done well when there were 5 restaurants in your town. But guess what? There's not. There's 500. And not only that, but there's ghost kitchens. And not only that, but you know the switching costs have never been lower. And so when you're spending all of this money and effort and energy and working with corporate to develop these great branding uh tools to bring people in man you got to get them to come back right and it's it's chicken or the egg and the fact is you need both
1: you gotta have both right and so like the 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 best in class the best in class restaurant chains and systems are, are doing all of that it's just again we know that the local operator, the local operator's thumbprint on local marketing, right? So, if national runs local campaigns and programs with just national branding in it and no local kind of thumbprint or personality and in, in reflection of the local conditions, even if everything else is great and polished, it performs thirty uh, percent. It's thirty percent less effective. So, really? everything you do is thirty percent less effective. Yeah, we've seen that over millions of uh, millions of ad programs that we run through our through our uh, technology, right? And so. Like that's a, that's a lot. And especially if you can make it turnkey for your local in, uh your, you know, your local environment. So to get back to your original like question, like, yeah, it's, it's existing customers, it's new customers. It's, it's every channel that people are where people are spending time. We think about a lot about digital marketing because that's, that's what we do, but um really it's where your local customers spending time. And that differs widely too, right? Like the coasts demographics wise, they all, the, the geography, demographics, they all matter because some folks are using TikTok. Some folks, some of your customers and prospects are using Instagram. Some are using Facebook. Some are searching on Google for you. Some are looking at Google Maps. Like it all matters, right? So you sacrifice one of those and you sacrifice a piece of the pie uh, for folks that could be turning the door. So um, it's competitive. Got to just do it all. Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sometimes the truth is hard. So speaking of speaking of hard truths, what are some common marketing mistakes that you see restaurants making?
1: Well, again, I talk about it a lot because it's just like you know, like you're, I'm sucked into a vortex of the subject matter, right? But like the um, brands will either say we're just it's too hard, we're going to stay at the corporate level, we're not going to touch the local marketing at all, right? Um, or they don't give the local marketer any tools. So those are those are two options, right? So they leave it they leave it all on their own. I was talking with a uh, large uh, uh, franchise owner um, for Dairy Queen a couple months ago, and he's like, you know, I'm a tech guy, so I, all my colleagues are, are are calling me asking me how to like use Google and how to use. They're trying to figure it out, right? But like the, the the franchise group hasn't given the system anything to be able to deal with this, right? So um, so they're kind of left on their own. So do it all at corporate. It's bland, kind of corporate messaging, all polished, no local. Uh, it's leave it to, to your own. You're already busy, you're dealing with a thousand tech tools, right? Um and, and so so that's really the thing to me. It's the, the mistakes are leave it bland and corporate, or uh, you know, don't give anyone any guidance or like hand them a thousand tools, right? Which we think is also the wrong the wrong idea here, right? Like we should make it simpler, not harder, you know, consolidation simpler.
0: Yeah, I think that makes so much sense. And It's challenging when there are so many things you can do. It's tough to know what to do. And then, so if you have corporate that can help provide you some of those tools that makes it so much more powerful, otherwise, yeah, you're relegated to calling the techiest person in that, you know, with the same brand and being like, Hey, what are you doing? Right. Totally. I mean, what else are you going to do?
1: Right. I mean,
0: exactly. Now, (laughs) what do you think is phone a friend? (laughs) <laughs> exactly right and so what, what do you think is all of this though the, the technology the marketing it really does all boil down to what we talked about earlier which is the guest experience yeah. and so what do you think is the most important aspect of guest experience nowadays
1: well i think it it needs to be a personal experience right so um yeah. when someone when someone walks in the door like you, you want to every guest wants to have especially if if it's you know it's a favorite restaurant like for your frequent guests um they want to feel like it's their restaurant like the cheers moment right you want to walk in and everyone wants to hear norm right and so maybe can't get can't get quite there every time but the image you're presenting and the per, uh, the personal uh, feeling that you're giving your customers when they through again the digital experience all the way through the door turn all the way through the front counter all the way to the table obviously we strive for consistency we should also strive for personalization right and the the ability to really make that customer feel like it's it's a second home um and and, and so to me again that starts well before the the door turn right and and so so um, but you continue that all the way through the experience, the survey process, and the follow up, and then the marketing on the on the back side of that, and it becomes a nice little cycle that um, keeps your front in mind and and personalized with with the with guests.
0: Yeah, and it helps them feel like they're known, yeah. and we talk about this all the time. But the three cons of loyalty is convenience, it's consistency, and it's connection. Yeah, and when you have that connection, the nice thing is the higher the connection, the more forgiving if it's not convenient or consistent, right? Now, obviously you can't consistently be inconsistent, but it's about when you make a mistake, the higher the connection, the higher the ability to forgive. Like for example, if I were to yell at you right now and call you a jerk, uh, there's not a lot of like, you know, this is the first time we're meeting, right? (laughs) So you'd be like, okay, this guy's a bit much. Now, if I yell at my best friend and call him a jerk, and then uh, you know, the next day I'm like, Hey, sorry. I was like really stressed out. Granted, It doesn't, doesn't justify me in saying that, but he's not going to stop being my friend because there's one time I said a jerk and 15 years of me being a good friend. Right. Uh, right. But that, right. that connection elevates the forgiveness.
1: Well, and and as we all know, right? With with, uh, with with Yelp out there and every other, you know, all the social platforms on the organic side, like customers have a voice really fast, right? And so, yeah. to your point, that pre-built trust and the the experience that they've had, consistent experience, and the way you've treated them, the way you've treated them in and out of in and out of your your location, right? Like that, you have to do that in advance. Like you have to preset that and get the goodwill, like you're talking about in advance, act because. You don't have it. You don't know. Right. They're not going to call you. They're going to they're going to tweet. Right. We're going to post something to their friends. And by the way, a lot of those networks are local. Right. They'll hit next door or they'll hit, you know, Facebook or and a lot of those communities are the neighbor the neighborhood right around where the location is. So, yeah, I mean, the goodwill buildup is more important than it's ever been in the era of like rapid reaction.
0: Yeah, totally. Now. In terms of what are some things that we can actually pull out and, and do? What are some successful tactics that you've seen or tried lately?
1: Yeah, well, so um, some of our some of our partners have done some really cool things. So I'll like give, um, i like share some of their their um, concepts. So one of the things some of our partners are starting to do is like do digital marketing that's based on. Uh, not only with local lo- local thumbprint, but also based on local conditions. So operators, for instance, maybe in cases where you might have access excess inventory, right? like how do we can we can we uh, connect an inventory systems into your marketing engine? so we're bringing mm-hmm. folks in automatically based on automatically triggered promotional messages that go out across all channels and bring people in for, you know for uh you know for a for a burger for a kale smoothie when we have excess kale in that particular location right and it's going to it's perishable it's going to go bad right so those are some really really cool things that our partners are starting to do with like the use of dynamic data and linking it into inventory systems and existing tech and that's why i say like the unification of tech and simplification is important here because you know you, you don't want to leave it up to every I man it, gosh it's just it, the operator you mentioned has so much to do staffing you know everything else um you can't you can't leave it up just to them to be able to knit all these things together um, and and do these kinds of cool things that um, operate on their own
0: yeah to- totally agree with that I think that is such an essential part of creating a restaurant and cannot be understated um now going to you know obviously we, we're all looking to follow, the best out there. Who are some people that, that you follow? Who is someone that you think deserves an ovation in the restaurant industry?
1: Well, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Shannon Gwinner, who's uh, VP of Marketing at Smoothie King. Uh, and uh, Shannon does some just, she's just an amazing thought leader in the restaurant industry. She was at uh, an executive at TJ Fridays for many years and launched some just really revolutionary kind of um, experience, loyalty, programs out there. Uh, and, uh, we, uh, we, we stick pretty close. I follow Shannon and, and we, we follow what, what she's doing. Cause, uh, usually it's usually it's an upcoming trend. Uh, so I'll give a, give an ovation and shout out to, uh, to Shannon, uh, at, at Smoothie King.
0: Awesome. And Smoothie King, they've done some really cool stuff. So great, great shout out. Um, would love to find them. And how do people find and follow you and evocalize?
1: best way to find us uh, we have a blog at evocalize.com uh and then uh, linkedin is a great place to find and follow us uh we're just evocalize uh e v o c a l i z e uh on uh, linkedin and uh yeah would love to would love to connect uh with folks and hope hopefully they follow what we're doing and uh you know we're uh we're we're, we're kind of spreading across uh restaurant right now
0: awesome Well, Matt, for making marketing easier and localier, today's Ovation goes to you. Thank you so much for joining us on Give an Ovation. Appreciate
1: it, Dax. Thanks
0: so much. Glad you're with us today and thank you. Thank you to the risk takers, the troublemakers, the crazies who are keeping this world clothed and fed. You're the ones who deserve an Ovation. Again, this podcast was sponsored by Ovation. To see how we can help you grow your business, go to OvationUp.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And as always, remember to give someone in your life an ovation today.